episode 56 of the vlog, the show where we talk. I'm gonna redo it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 56 of the vlog, the show where we talk about everything from video games to movies to news to vanilla. Wow, I'm your host, Dewey, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Coleman. <laughs> Uh, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a robot. Fuck you. I'm just kidding. What's up, guys? We got a special guest, Nick, again. Yo, what up, guys? We're recording a little bit earlier than we usually do. So, if you guys hear any news that we don't cover, um, that's why. What's going on, guys? <laughs> we're not going to do that every... We're, not, we're done. We're done with that. That was only a little... That was a bit for the beginning. Everyone got their giggles. They were like, whoa. I thought I was listening to the flock. I didn't know I was listening what do you to mean? the robot. I felt a little left out. It's okay. <laughs> Next time, you'll know. All right, so no more fun. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> Business only. I see. Oh, I see. Coleman's, Coleman's teeing up for a good one. Yeah, Coleman's, Coleman's <laughs> prepping something good over there. Dewey smells bad. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I smell actually pretty good. I fucking good. got you. I dude. smell pretty good right now, actually. That was epic. Um, Wing Versace oh, clone. Shit, what, what's up? What's up with me? Well, that's what I fucking said. I went out of town, so I didn't get to play much. But I will say, let me research this product real quick. Oh, uh, here Bob, we go, Bob. You can leave this in. <laughs> Don't cut this. You Did guys. you guys ever watch wrestling growing up? No, I wasn't allowed. That's good, Bob. No. Dude, all right, all... so we can't talk about that. <laughs> all right, I didn't either. All very good. <laughs> what, what was your What was your angle? I just was gonna, just gonna. I was gonna, I was gonna get a feel for what your comments were, and then take it a direction that was appropriate. But I have no angle now because no one gave me anything. <laughs> Guys, I went out of town. I had this pulled up a minute ago, but Here we were just going on about we that go. bullshit. Here we go. And I decided I was going to play a new game which I did a little bit of, but also I was going to purchase this 8-bit dough G-Bros wireless adapter for Nintendo. Wait, is this the controller or is it just an adapter? Yep, controller. Is this those colorful ones that kind of look like a Super Nintendo controller? No. Oh, that one's even smaller. It's not a controller. It is a adapter for a GameCube controller or a... Um, Wait, like a wireless one? Yes. So you pair this, this contraption up to your switch and it recognizes it as a um switch pro controller and then you can either plug in a gamecube controller to that or plug in um i think it has a port for like the wii stuff so like there when the wii first came out they came out with that classic controller that yes. you can plug into the other side of it question yes question answer that's my bob version of question question yeah. Is that little? That, it's that little tiny thing that's purple, right? Mm -hmm. Can I see your phone for a second? Yeah. There's a. There's a. Oh, okay. I didn't. It looked really small from the picture. I was like, "Where do you plug it in?" Yeah. There's a little thing on the side. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Wait, can? Oh, and it makes it wireless too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So you don't plug that into the switch itself. You plug. Oh, the GameCube. Your GameCube. I, controller I, I like that. that it's the same color as like the GameCube yeah, color. Yeah, in the in the actual colors. Yeah, eight bit eight bit dough has a lot of uh or eight bit do. I don't know which one it is. Um, they have a lot of that products. Eight bit dough. Uh, that are like wireless classic controllers, 
And this is just another product that they made that um, takes your wired GameCube controller that you can plug it into that thing and then play it on the go. Because they have they have ports for uh, like four controller ports that you can plug into the dock, like I have here. But when I'm on the go, I don't have my dock. When I'm playing in like the car, I would just plug my controller into that thing. And the latency wasn't really noticeable. Um, I felt like it worked pretty well, all things considered. So uh, it gets my endorsement. It's nineteen ninety nine. Did it like ever like did Amazon. it pair right away, or did you have to fuck around with it at all? Uh, it paired basically right away. You you press a button to you put it into switch mode because I think it also works for uh, computer. So I put it in switch mode and then press the home button and then go to the pairing screen on the switch and then it recognized it almost immediately. Oh, sounds pretty good. Now, does this own? Are you using this just for Smash? Yeah, basically. But could you use it with anything? Yeah, the, it, it worked in the menu. It's. I mean, if I wanted to play, so like you could play like Zelda with it or something. Yeah, if I wanted to. So what specifically makes it better than, like the dock that you have? Besides that, it's wireless. Nothing. The only reason that I bought that was because the re- the way I have to use that dock is I have to have the switch dock. So when I'm in the car, uh, okay. So you don't bring I, the dock. So yeah, basically. The way I normally do it at home is my dock is plugged into my TV and then my four plug dock for the controllers are plugged into my actual dock for my Switch. Okay. But on the road, I don't have... You can't charge it in the dock. You can't use the dock because it uses an HDMI to go... Yeah. So this is just a portable version of what you already have. Yes. This is literally only for when I'm playing in tabletop mode, quote unquote. Okay. Question. Answer. The Daily Double. Do, 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 do. Can you use both? Yes, you can. Wow. Because you are paired as a pro controller via the wireless thing. So even though the switch is plugged into there, it's still wirelessly transferring to the switch. So you can have up to four. So you've got your four ports on the wired. And then Uh, I could do a fifth with a wireless thing. Wow. But I would rather just plug in a hard hard question. Answer. Um... It's rechargeable. Yes, actually, it has batteries. There is a there is like a double A batteries. Yes, that's my reaction. <laughs> I don't know. I just got it. Well, how how fast does it go through some batteries? I mean, it. I think it's. I, one, I have to double check the instruction. Well, you're only using it when you're on the road. Yeah, and so it, like you could buy batteries at a gas station yeah. or something. And it didn't die at all. And I had I took some batteries from like a remote or something. Oh, like the or, the one downstairs. No. <laughs> No, not like that when one. I was like, "Hey, let me just turn up the volume on the TV," and then no, it wasn't those. So you took batteries that were already like somewhat used. I don't know what ba- they're just batteries that were in a. This isn't important. This is not this, important. Uh, I think this is actually this pretty. Is all, no, the fact no, that you no, can't no. just say where they came from is kind of disturbing. No, no, no. It's all fine. Um, I, from oh, someone's life support. Yes. <laughs> don't yes, he just took. Um, you know. I also started playing Fire Emblem Warriors. Don't try to change the subject. No, I'm talking about the things that I've played, which is uh, the Onimusha style hack and slash uh, game, kind of like Dynasty Warriors, but Rogue, based on Fire Emblem. Roguelike. Stop. Metroid being. Stop. I hate that. <laughs> hey I guys, think that's that one of the bit. funnier jokes. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not funny. I've got a headache. You guys aren't killing me. <laughs> We're killing him. Um, but it's 
I've only gotten in a few hours and it's kind of hard to play it in a van full of people and like I didn't have because th- the Switch doesn't have Bluetooth headphones and I only had Bluetooth headphones so I couldn't listen oh, to it. Oh wow. I know. The turntables oh. didn't have as little no AirPod support. Actually no. there is a thing you There's can get. There's a dongle you can get. There is I know. actually a dongle. Uh, another an dongle. AirPod dongle. I've been meaning to get it. But Why don't you just bring a pair of wired headphones? I was going to and then I don't have any. I realized. They're actually at work. I'll go get those. The ones you're wearing. Too busy yeah. uh, flexing. I wasn't going to use these. These these aren't mine. I don't they're steal. Beats. No one cares. Yeah, they're Pete's. <laughs> Pete's. They're Pete's. Those are Pete's headphones. <laughs> Pete's by Prey. You guys ever had Pete's coffee? Yeah. You like it? <laughs> Not particularly. It's like pretty bad, right? Yeah. It's like a step up from gas station coffee. You know what isn't bad? What about Car- Fire Memorial? What about Car- Nintendo what, Switch? What about Caribou Coffee? Um, That's the same, isn't it? <clears throat> does, I don't uh, think so. Is Fire Emblem one similar to? Because the only Fire Emblems I've played is the, uh, like the handheld ones where it's like the the like like grid map yeah. kind of thing. Is it? It's still that kind of like strategy style or no? It's interesting because I haven't played an Onimusha game and I haven't played any of the newer. Uh, games that they've tried to release like this where it's like they've done fire emblem they did dragon quest warriors mm-hmm. or not i think that's what they called it i can't remember like it was like an onimusha style and then yeah hyrule warriors okay but in this one they do have if you press start you can go to a grid it's like a grid it uses a grid based system and you can select characters on your map and send them to different areas to attack different uh places or defend different areas so you can kind of like manage your troops like that but the gameplay like uh like second action or like the game to game action is like when you're fighting in third person in an unimusha style just like hordes of people like flying around like you do in those games um so it does have some light strategy elements in that way but it's kind of just like a different way of telling your characters to move around and stuff like that um in that style in the fire Emblem style i think there is a whole because i i'm just playing like the regular campaign but i think there's a like more traditional style um fire emblem campaign but it's like a, a different thing that i didn't select because i was just like i just want to play the normal game and then there's a, also a bunch of um different ways you can select to play like you can either do uh like normal easy or hard or something like that and then like do you want to have tutorials pop up more often to help you do you want to turn off like uh characters dying indefinitely when they die in battle kind of thing right so there's like a bunch of different ways you can like customize the game to your liking so i kind of like that um and the story is pretty interesting from what i can tell only the first like few hours of playing it it seems like the way they uh do the fan service of having so many different characters from different Fire Emblem games is like a portal opens and like all these Fire Emblem heroes are somehow like coming in contact with each other and then there's another force that's like coming through this portal that's attacking everyone and like that's how they mesh the world of Fire Emblems together because apparently I did I actually watched like a two hour long video I I listened to it about uh, the Fire Emblem lore and it's like there's different there's like two different timelines and then there's yeah. like one character's like the heir of like another character and yada yada yada. So that's how I I I didn't know anything about this, but I guess that's how they're doing it in this game. 
Are the um what what do the graphics look like? They're fine. I mean, they just look like. Is it is it like two D or is it three D? It's three D. It's three D. Yeah. Okay. And it's like uh, I don't know, slightly cell shaded, kind of like what you would expect from um, a like mid to high tier game on the in the on the Switch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at the one that I used to play was just Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. That was like the OG, like the remake of the OG one. Yeah. Yeah. They've done like, like three of like those. Came out in like 03 or 04. How many games for Switch do you think you have? Do we? Uh, I can go downstairs and count real quick. I don't want you to do that. <laughs> I want you to give me a rough estimate. 16. Have, um, no. I have more than 16. I'd say you probably have like 38. I would say around 30, yeah. Hmm. 30, 35. Really so that many? How many have you beaten? Um, how depends. many have you actually played? It's <laughs> hmm. a good question. There are a few down there that I have not played. I'm just busting your balls. Um, hey, bust them all you want, brother. I'm into it. Is Apex free to play? Yes. Because I keep seeing more about it and it looks pretty good. That's, I played it. You did? Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I was actually going to bring that up. I haven't played it, but I want to know about it. So I've been watching a new anime. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay, they fight with their nipples. <laughs> I don't have shit to say about it because it was very broken. Okay. How really? in what way? Like Is it a I don't want to cut you off. Is it is it a battle royale? Yes. Okay. It's a okay, it's a three person battle royale. Like teams of three people. Yeah. Kind of like the Destiny model. Mm-hmm. Uh it's character based, so it's kind of like that Overwatch kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's uh, some other mechanics that seem kind of interesting. There's like a, a respawn, not a respawn, but like a, a revive mm-hmm. mechanic. At, so if if you're downed, you can get revived. But also if you just get killed. You get their dog tags or something like that. You get their, their banner, it's mm-hmm. called. And then you can take that to a certain uh, little terminal things on the map that will resurrect that player. Mm-hmm. So that you can also like camp those out if you know that someone's been killed and you want to like get the rest of their team you can wait for them to go to one of those markers um that's kind of interesting there's some cool mechanics to it it feels destiny like Mm -hmm. in the way it plays like yeah definitely and it's got a slew of connectivity issues now do you think that's just because of you (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. My, and that wasn't a jab. I just know your internet isn't great. My internet is not great, which, I mean, that's... Okay, so aside from that, like, <laughs> internet being bad was rubber banding to an extreme. F- like, 10 seconds of, like, I'm walking, but I'm not moving anywhere, and then all of a mm. sudden I, like, zip across the map. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm too far, and then it zips back, and, like, the rubber... That, that, I think that's on my side. Yeah. But as far as, like, server side, getting into... Even up to the like main menu of the game, took like three or four tries. Damn! Wow. Um, it's I, I I'm assuming that's I server think it's just because there's so many people playing. Yeah, it. yeah, I'm assuming that's what it is. And it looks <laughs> what you expect from a you have well maybe not you but when someone says free to play game you're thinking all right it's going to be like pretty straightforward graphics like lowest effort possible to try and attract as many as people as we can as fast as we can and also minimize our money into it because we're not getting anything back because it's free to play at least initially there's microtransactions yeah. well I'm not talking about 
this one in particular. I'm just talking oh. about all free-to-play games. Like generally, they don't look that great, but from what I've seen, this one looks very good. It's got a weird, not full-on cell shaded, but it's not like 3D like render like Destiny looks. It's like somewhere between. It's almost got like like, like Borderlands. That's exactly it's, what it's I'm Borderlands say, like. like Borderlands it's, I, it's not as cartoony looking as mm-hmm. Borderlands. But it's definitely that like that visual style. Yeah, it's like the lines aren't as like thick as the like outlines of like characters and stuff like that. Yeah, that I can tell. And uh, when you're saying it's like uh, like a character based, is it is it like in Overwatch where like the different characters have different abilities? Yes. Okay. There's there's not full on like um, support, but there's people. Who I it didn't work well enough for me to play through other characters and like see what they were like. Right. But I know there's definitely more of like tank type characters. Mm-hmm. There's more of like sniper, like Question. geared characters. What's up? Um, is it like Overwatch where there can only be one of each character? That also wasn't clear because <laughs> I just from, just being able to play the game was was hard enough for me. Uh, from what I can tell, that's the case. Um, from what I've seen online, okay. Um, I don't know if that's overall in the entire map or if that's per team but i know that there's a way that like once you're in your team you can like there's like turns of picking it seems like and you can like put a marker be like i want to be this person yeah so when it when it was loading up it gives you that like there's like a character selection screen and each person gets like 10 seconds to choose a character yeah as it goes but again that was so laggy that like i didn't even get a chance to like choose anything because it was like all over the place. Is it like a like a sizable roster? I think there's six characters unlocked and then two that were grayed out. And it's from a, it's from a, what I remember. Three v three. Three v three. Okay. Now is this gonna get like a physical release? Or not three v three? It's uh, twenty teams of three. Twenty teams of three. Oh, oh, right. 60, it's, it's battle royale, yeah. right? Um, are there melee characters in this game? I don't think so. Okay. No, but um. That's what really killed Overwatch. What? For me. Um, oh, is this going to be battle royale only? Is there going to be like, yeah. so you know, Fortnite you can play for free, but there's also like the paid one that has like other shit. Yeah, like a single player. I think. I don't think this has anything like it's that. Just battle royale. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. This is also from the creators of Titanfall. Yes. Oh, okay. Which is why a lot of people are uh, worried that there's not going to be a Titanfall three. Yeah. And and some people are like, from what I've heard, most people are still like happy with this like they like it and it feels kind of like titanfall mm-hmm. and apparently this game is in the titanfall universe like they've gone out and said oh really yeah that like this is in the universe in that a lot of people are stoked on that because then they can add in titans later on if they wanted to if it's like you know games as a service kind of thing um but yeah a lot of people are kind of bummed that they were they thought that this was going to be because this studio i forget the name of the studio was teasing red res Res. I want to say it's Res. Res. Um, Titanfall three was canceled. Okay. Yeah. Completely. Like socially. Respawn supposedly canceled Titanfall Titanfall three in favor of Apex Legends. Okay. That makes sense if it's doing well, and it's free to play. Didn't when did Apex came out? Like come out. Like a week ago. A couple days ago. It, okay. it, it was, was there it, like an earlier iteration of it or something? No, no. no? It was it was it. one of those things where they're like, it's available today. Yeah, they, I don't think they'd really even said much about it prior to launch. Yeah, which is kind of crazy that a game of like kind of like this caliber, like a bigger, um, 
like studio making a game like this kept that under wraps for so long yeah i thought well, they could have just been like oh it's just for titan and fall 3 yeah i guess but and who i mean i as someone who played titanfall 1 and 2 a pretty decent amount online mm-hmm. um if it is at least any way similar i'm sure i'll enjoy it yeah it's super you know titanfall 1 and 2 are super fast paced even without the titans it's pretty quick like you you as a character you can zip around the map using grapples and sliding and running and invisibility and shit so uh i'm definitely gonna download it yeah i am too we should play we are gonna play uh i have heard that is it's not they don't have like the grappling and like the zip lining and stuff like that but i've heard the movement feel they have the grapple they do Mm -hmm. okay there's no there's no wall running or something. okay yeah that's what i was thinking um but I've heard it is very uh, similar, and a lot of people who play those original games have said that it's uh, very similar to Titanfall 2 and Titanfall 1, the movement in general. Um, let me think. What else? Let's take a break. No, let's get our <laughs> guest. Get- what has our guest done? What have you been doing, Nick? Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right. Fucker? <laughs> Fucker? All right, fuckers. Um, no, I... Uh- recently re-downloaded and resubbed to World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um and I uh so I I played World of Warcraft for like 7 years or something like that. Uh and I stopped playing right after, you know, just a little bit after the Legion expansion dropped. Um and I re-downloaded it with like no intention of downloading the new expansion which is uh, Battle for Azeroth mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to kind of get my foot back in the door for one uh, classic drops um, which is slated for this summer no official release date so yeah. we'll see I thought it was okay yeah never mind. right it doesn't have an official date right I don't think so, no. it just, I literally just like, was thinking, some, summer 2019 yeah. um, and uh, so I, I was playing um, for like a couple of days and uh, like I was just like leveling like a new character for fun or whatever, and then I really wanted to go back and play my main character from when I you know played all the time, and so I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna buy Battle for Azeroth, mm-hmm. and I bought it, and uh, honestly, I mean it's it's gotten a pretty bad rap with the community, um, and just from playing it, like I've only leveled a couple levels, like it's it's pretty bad. Um, I mean, like the story is cool and like you know whatever but um i mean i haven't played this game in two years and i picked it up and it's it's like really really easy yeah um which has been kind of the the complaint from like the more hardcore wow community since like wrath of the lich king basically is that every expansion they make the game like easier and easier and easier um and like more inviting to like New the players. casual player yeah. like specifically casual players um and then they like put you know mount purchases and and stuff like that into the game like ways to generate money um and uh that's like what's really kind of like putting the nail in the coffin for wow i guess mm-hmm. and uh you know i i didn't play that much of legion but it like you you as someone who's played the game for like almost a decade like you do feel like it's getting easier like just as you go. And the only reason it didn't ever really strike me until this moment is because I always played um, 
like I was in a like a really competitive guild and we were doing like mythic content. So basically like when a new expansion would drop, we would all get together and like grind out to the max level in like a day, basically, you know, mm-hmm. a day, day and a half or whatever it would take. And then we would just be like grouping and like grinding gear and stuff and then get straight into raiding. And then we would just strictly raid and do whatever like daily content there was to gear for raids. Um, so like you when you're playing that way, you don't really see a lot of that, you know, lower level gameplay because you're like grinding like mythic raid bosses all day. Yeah. Um, so like the same like shit, you just do it every day to get like more gear. Right. And it's actually harder because it's like mythic level content. So like it's only like a certain percentage of players are playing at that level. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this is like the first time. And the reason I quit during Legion is because I couldn't commit to a full-time raid schedule anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like at my job and I was like moving and all that stuff. And uh, I just couldn't commit to like, cause when you're, when you're playing with like a mythic group, like you're pretty much expected to be on like eight hours a day. Like you need to be like grinding and, and getting like max, like best in slot gear to mm-hmm. like do stuff. Um, and I just couldn't do that anymore. So that's why I just quit because I was like, yeah, I can't I can't play as a casual. Yeah. Um, and so I just came back and I was like, you know, I could probably play as a casual because I've been out of the game for two years. Like I'm not like chomping at the bit to be in a mythic group right now. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I literally like, picked this game up for like the first time in two years and like got into, you know, I was just like leveling or whatever. And I hadn't you know, over those two years, like they change spell rotations and what the like the classes and subclasses even do. So I'm like sitting there just trying to figure out like a rotation um, for the class. I, I made a warlock, so I was like a demonology warlock, and I like looked up like the rotation and stuff. And um, speaking of that, like rotations used to be like crazy. Like I when I first started playing like an affliction warlock like mm-hmm. seven years ago or like nine years ago, whatever it was. Um, like your rotation could be like up to like 20 spells or like something crazy. And you have to like mm-hmm. memorize all of them and like, you know, do them in the right order and stuff. Like the rotation for a warlock right now is like six spells. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's crazy easy. And so I was like doing quests and I was like clearing these quests, like super, super easy. I was like pulling like huge mobs and just like mowing them down. And mm-hmm. I like queued up for a dungeon and I was like the top, like I have like a DPS tracker and I was like the top DPS by like 40% or something crazy. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I don't even know like what I'm doing and I'm breezing through this content. And I was like, this, it's just literally not fun. Yeah, It's <laughs> so, like, like mindless shit. It, it is. And I'm like, you know, like to someone who play like is down to play an MMO casually, it's probably super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just like, I, I just don't have any real interest. I haven't played it that like I've put um, like I'm like four levels into it or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I really just, you know, I'm waiting yeah. for a classic. Yeah. Like, I want to play classic so bad. Sometimes the numbers going up isn't enough. <laughs> no, exactly. And you have to have fun while the numbers go up. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I'm I'm not I'm just like for this this expansion, I have like no interest in getting into like end game content really. So I'm just kind of messing around with it uh, in the meantime until classic comes out. Yeah, because I remember I played like when you talk about how it's gotten easier and easier. I played vanilla WoW. I can't remember what like patch I started on or whatever, mm-hmm. but I have like downstairs the like four install discs before it was like a box with a code in it. Yeah. Like that's how old it was. And I played that for a little bit and then I got Burning Crusade when that came out. And then I don't think I ever, I think I started Wrath 
and then I and that's when I kind of like dropped off. Right, and that's so when I, I started. I, yeah, I missed Vanilla and Burning Crusade. Yeah, um, and started in uh, in Wrath. Cataclysm was when I uh, I was I didn't even like know about Cataclysm. I just like remember seeing it, it was like, oh, they just fucked up everything. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it's kind of like the like expansion that everybody talks about. Yeah. They're like when Cataclysm came out, like the game was like dead. Yeah. Um. Well, um, it's over. Well, it's I think it's they, run its course. They have. They still have a a huge amount of players. They're kind of like at an all time low. I think mm-hmm. though, like um, no, like really, no one is feeling this expansion. Like, and a lot of like streamers and like you know higher end players are like not uh, not very interested in it because of like what I was saying. It's 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 just easy. Yeah, and like WoW was fun because it was yeah. really hard. That it reminds me of when I played. I remember it took me like maybe a month and some time and this was when i was in like middle school i might have been in middle school or like late middle school early high school it was like 15 years ago right? yeah it was a long time ago but i was playing vanilla and it took me like a month maybe even almost two to get to level 20 and yeah. i and i remember it taking so long to do that shit and then going back a few years later, being like, oh, "I might pick up WoW." I've seen like a bunch of like free trials, or whatever. and it, it, and it was like, "Play free until you're like level ten. And I was like, "Well, that's like a long. That's like a good chunk of time. Like it's not that long." And then I got on. And I was like, "Oh, wait a second. No, getting to level ten now takes like twenty minutes. It feels like." Yeah, that was uh, so. I was playing on. Um, you know, I just started like. A character, because when you and I play together, you want to play Alliance. I always played mm-hmm. Horde, so I was like, I'm going to level an Alliance player so that I kind of, you know, know the area, like the starting areas. Yeah. I've never been to them, um, and uh, you know, they have like heirloom gear, which like you can get on like your main character, and then like we used to mail it to your old character. Now there's just like a tab, and you could just equip them. Yeah, um, they made it even that easier, and it, they give you like each piece of gear gives you like an additional five or ten percent experience gain buff. So I like, I don't even have, like, you can get like a full outfit of this basically. Um, and I only have like a handful of pieces mm-hmm. and, uh, I put them on like the character and I was, uh, I'm like level 30 on that character and I did like my, my played time and mm-hmm. it was like seven or eight hours. Yeah. So like in eight hours you can get like a level 30 character if you're playing, like I was playing super That's casually, crazy. like I wasn't like grinding or anything. Yeah. I was just chilling. Um, and also you can just buy characters that are like pretty much max level now yeah so like i think because i think the, the level cap's 120 right now and you could buy a level 110 character for like 60 bucks damn what's the draw well, what do the drawings look like <laughs> what do you think really the cool. draw is for someone who's never played wow to get into wow i can't imagine they're getting a lot of new subscribers when classic comes out i'm thinking about trying it yeah because oh, i've never played dude, it you should come play with us yeah. well it's interesting uh I, I think that the appeal of it now is that it's easy. I, I can that's all, like all I can think of is like you no, I'm can, saying like if I've never even tried WoW and someone's like like I, I'm thinking like I'm in a board meeting at Blizzard and they're like, All right, we're getting kind of burnt out on WoW. Yeah, we still have a lot of current players, we have a lot of loyal players, people who want to see new stuff from us. But how do we get the next generation of WoW players put to a get tracer in it. <laughs> you know, like, are they even trying to get new players because they have so many different other IPs which they also make money off of. So, I mean, are they even 
actively trying to get new people and, and interested I mean, in WoW. They, they, I would argue that they probably aren't. I feel like they must be. Well, it's interesting. A lot of their IPs are doing really poorly right now. Mm-hmm. Like they just canceled all of their Heroes of the Storm esports. Like all of the the pro teams were dissolved like in one day. Damn. I don't think anyone plays that game anyway. Yeah, well, they, yeah. that literally just ha- it happened like a couple weeks back. Yeah. Like the like the pro Heroes of the Storm players like woke up to like a phone call that's like you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, because that Blizzard dissolved it all, and we're like we're never putting money into it again. Um, and then later that week, actually, they put out um, a poll to like their bigger uh, Hearthstone players that were like, how much do you like Hearthstone esports? And it was like a like a survey like, oh, I like them a lot or like I don't. And like the pros are like, uh, so are they getting rid of Hearthstone esports too if people vote that they don't like Is it? Is that how they're doing business over there? <laughs> on the online <laughs> right, poll? Right, <laughs> they sent out like a poll and everybody's like, that's fucked. And I mean like, they haven't updated StarCraft in like yeah. God, it's like God free. knows how long. Starcraft is, Starcraft two is free. It's free now, which is do insane. they have hats like they do in Dota? I don't. I don't. StarCraft <laughs> is the one uh, Blizzard IP that I haven't sunk like thousands of hours into. Yeah. That is um, the only one I've sunk a lot of hours yeah. into. <laughs> okay, the only RTS I was ever into is Age of Mythology. Really good game. Check it out. <laughs> um, I don't know anybody else who's ever played it. Uh, I've never heard of it. But so. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to think of the answer to that question because, like, when I logged in, I was like, "Oh, the appeal is like not any of this." Yeah, I know that much. Um, I mean, so I don't know what the appeal is for a new player because the, yeah. the thing is, like, it it's daunting. Like, for a new player to like log on and they're like, "Oh, like end game content is like where the game quote unquote starts, and you have to be level a hundred and twenty to play that content." Yeah. And since 120 is so far away, we made questing really easy and brainless. So it's like, that's like the thing that I'm interested in in Classic Mm -hmm. WoW is like most of the game is spent like, oh, I'm going to like quest and try and make it to max level. And it's like, that's the game. Now the game is like, you just have to like basically dick around for 120 levels of stuff that is completely irrelevant to you as a player. Mm -hmm. And then you're rewarded with a gear grind, I guess. Yeah. Which, All right, I got know. something for you guys to chomp on here. I see a graph. Um, I feel like Activision Blizzard, they're one company. Yes. They're probably, you know, cutting stock on shit they don't need because their stock is in the toilet right now. Yeah. Yeah. They've been having some troubles recently. Their, uh, BlizzCon was bad. Their stock as of October 2018 was at 83.19 at a high about... Yeah. 80 ish dollars as of February 8th at $43. Woof. Save lost 50% of their stock index in like since October. And if we look at the whole five year outlook, their stock is at a uh, just they're they're about a few dollars short of a, a three year low. They're this low in 2016, 20, beginning of 2017. So I feel like they're cleaning house on shit. Whether Blizzard is wants to do it, who knows? But since Activision is kind of calling the shots here, mm-hmm. they're probably you know slashing and burning on shit they don't need. Because I mean, what was even their last big hit? Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, over, well, Overwatch, Activision Blizzard yeah. or just Blizzard? Blizzard mostly, because I feel like uh, Bl- BlizzCon Hearthstone. Okay, because I feel like BlizzCon 
they Blizzcon, just they pissed Blizzcon off of, a bunch of people. Of this year was bad. All they yeah. did was announce remakes of and a phone game. games when they were good. And yeah, Diablo. Here, here's something from Bloomberg Business uh, on February 7th. Activision plans to cut hundreds of jobs, caps mm-hmm. to month, two month. I hate this fucking word. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Yes. Tumultuous, tumultuous. week. Um, Activision Blizzard Inc. plans to announce job cuts Tuesday, this Tuesday, in the face of slowing sales, according to people familiar with the matter, bringing fresh upheaval after spotty results rolled stocks this week. Shares dropped as much as 2.5% to 4288 on Friday. The layoffs, which could number in the hundreds, are part of a restructuring aimed at centralizing functions and boosting profits. Uh, said one of the people who asked not to be identified because the changes haven't been announced, Activision employed 9,800 people at the end of 2017. Uh, the game maker, one of the largest in the world, acknowledged on November conference calls that some key titles, such as Overwatch and Hearthstone, were seeing flat or declining numbers of users. After disappointing sales of Destiny 2 Forsaken, the company parted ways with developer Bungie, a move that could reduce annual revenue by as much as $400 million. Yeah. So, um, Act- Activision split with Bungie or Bungie split with Activision? Um, it just says parted ways. It doesn't yeah. say it. it I don't think it's weird. The way they worded it made it sound like Activision cut Bungie, but... Bungie wanted to get out Bungie, of there. Yeah, Bungie wanted to get out. Bungie had apparently, like, when they finally, like, cut ties, had, like, a party, basically. But here's the thing. Analysts <laughs> expect Activision sales to decline by about 2% this year to $7.28 billion. That's still a lot of fucking Gouda, without getting too heady into it, as I'm reading a fucking Bloomberg article. Um, people are, are just want something new. You know, I played a shit ton of Hearthstone, but I stopped playing because... I didn't want to actually put that much money into it. Right. Like and, they and stopped giving, like they stopped turning it into like a game and to, you can tell them, you could watch them switch from being like, yes, this is a game too. This is just like a cash register for us. Yeah. And it felt kind of heartless. They're, they're making a lot of money off of Hearthstone. I know that. I mean, they're seeing declining numbers, but they're like, that's, that's the game that they have that people are putting money into. Um, you know, like no one it got so in like World of Warcraft, you can uh you know that there's like the subscription fee in game you can buy game time with gold, and they started that a couple years ago. So like their hardcore players don't even pay a subscription fee anymore because like I like I stopped paying a subscription subscription fee because like to what? You could you could buy what game? To World of Warcraft. Okay. That's so all like, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So you can just like buy game time with your gold, and they made gold getting gold really easy in World of Warcraft. So like, I would like set aside a couple days a month to like grind out gold, mm-hmm. and then buy my next month's game time with it. So like, I played World of Warcraft for like a year or two for free. Um, time is money. Well, yeah. Hearthstone's the only one where like you you kind of if you want to play at a high level, you have to put money into yeah. it essentially because it's quote-unquote free to play but you're never going to get the cards you need if you don't buy packs what's interesting about activision is they seem more solely focused on getting bigger returns beyond an initial game sale you know through microtransactions like that's how they make their money like yeah we'll sell this game for 60 bucks but like 
we're taking a loss at $60 game. We're hoping you fucking come back around and buy some extra shit, like $20 yep. skins. Activision also owns King, makers of Candy Crush, and all those other similar games. Some other microtransactions. Yeah. Games that are pretty much just like gambling. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But but yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because like, any any like IP that they have has been doing worse and worse as they've made the games more accessible and easier. Yeah, because I feel like p- people who are interested in Blizzard games, like not people who play just video games in general, and they'll play around with Blizzard games, but like like people like myself that I'm like I pretty much only play Blizzard games. Yeah, like the hardcore I, people. And I played Blizzard games because I was like, this is like hardcore. Like you sink your life into like one game kind of games. Yeah. And every game that they put out, they've made like easier. And when they make the games easier, I feel like they they start to decline. So like Overwatch, for example, like was really crushing it. And then they put in a bunch of these like super like brain dead like melee characters mm-hmm. where you like you don't have to even aim or anything. And it's like a shooting game. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well now you don't have to aim. And then all the other people who are like oh, finally, like, a, a game that I have to, like, have some skill to play. They're like, okay, well, now I'm losing to this dude who literally couldn't aim if his life depended yeah. on it. You know, and it, and then, like, like myself, like, I played that game for, like, a long time, and then I was just like, dude, like, this isn't fun because I'm, like, using, like, mechanical skills to, like, get all these cool shots, and then, like, some, like, chick with a shield and a hammer, like, just walks up to me and beats me up. Did you know Activision paid... billion to acquire King. I did not know that. That's a fucking ton of money for a company that makes Candy Crush. I mean, Candy Crush is like... I've never played Candy Crush, like I said. I've, I've But everyone I know has played Candy Crush. Like, it's like like if you have a cell phone, the first thing you get is Instagram and Candy Crush from what I can tell. Uh, I played it. Um, but not that much. That's like uh, like one of those games that like people over the age of like thirty are like super into. Yeah. Like like it's like Farm Bill. Yeah, like soccer moms and like people that are just like oh you know like some like fucking dad and he's like oh I have no problem like spending forty dollars on this Candy Crush app because like uh, like forty dollars isn't I'm a big stupid. deal. I could give forty dollars to Dewey of the flock. I uh, <laughs> I had okay. So what's also interesting about Candy Crush is they're like a thousand plus levels. Yeah, it would take fucking forever to beat them all, and beat them all without paying anything. That's yeah. the thing is like people were like, well, "It's just a dollar. I'll just keep get some lives back." But then you do it like a hundred times. I had a jailbroken phone. Whoa, cut that! I had a jailbroken phone at one point, and yeah. I had a tweak that let me unlock all the levels on Candy Crush. Yeah, and I would be like, "Oh yeah, I just beat Candy Crush." This was at a time when people were like bragging about whatever level they were at so I was like fuck that like clicked it screenshot me up at level 1000 me like what did you know that (laughs) did you know that this existed is this a Candy Crush fanfic your summer crush is here this is Candy Crush the game we're building the biggest game show arena this is mind blowing to play the most popular mobile game of all time sweet Sweet. In 2017, CBS had a Mario Lopez hosted Candy Crush TV show. <laughs> that's so Yo, that's, silly. That sounds like a, like a glitch in the Matrix. It's not even a game, really. All it is is you're just mashing shit up. 
If if you lose, they open fire. That's on like you. when I went to Dave and Buster's and they had like a doodle jump game. The and fuck is doodle jump? You remember doodle jump? Never played doodle. They had. A, I mean, I never played it. I but probably I've seen played it. some iteration of doodle jump where it's the exact same game, but it's got a different name. They had a Candy Crush game in Dave and Buster's, and it was like a dollar to play. <laughs> I mean, it's like just play it on your phone. Dave and Buster's is offensive with the yeah. style of arcade they that they yeah, they have like maintain. giant like Angry Birds stuff. It's basically it's argue, just like big phones everywhere. I would argue that Angry Birds is probably bigger than Candy Crush. I mean, there's no Candy Crush movie. So. That's true. Or Candy Crush movie too. Or like every single child in the world having an like an Angry Boy Angry Boys Angry Boys <laughs> Boys. <laughs> That's my offshoot. That's my fucking cease and desist letter right there. Angry boys. Like, I remember going to King's Dominion or maybe Bush Gardens or both. One of the summers that Angry Birds was big and it's like everywhere I turned, there was like a, someone wearing a fucking Angry Birds shirt where it's like they were the color of the bird and it just had it like just the, has the face, face yeah. on the front. It was like every job I had sold those. And yeah. then those every kid had like the fucking like... <laughs> the new fit. The string like shoe bag, yeah, you know, string bag. The only the, ones the fucking that, string bag. You only sell drugs if you have that. <laughs> like all or, of them were uh, Angry Birds. Hell yeah, uh, all these Angry Birds out here. Candy Crush did get a Angry shout Boys. out in a uh, Wreck It Ralph though. So <laughs> nice. There's that. Wreck It Ralph sucks. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch it? I don't need to watch it. I, I did watch it, and I agree with you. I don't understand why people thought that was. It's fine. I think people liked it for like the weird big little thing oh that was hot yeah. uh wreck Wait, it ralph that. is like a movie for people who <laughs> like to be like i'm a gamer is it though they're like they're like, like, like yeah kids. i play pac-man no or it's like <laughs> be like sucks to be you you remember bob a uh, few episodes ago when you talked about being in that game store and the dad came in and be like this is what games used to yeah. be that's what Wreck-It Ralph is for right. those fucking yeah. brand and their kids I, isn't that a kids movie it's a I kids mean, movie but yeah. it's the kind of thing where the uh, where your the parents are in the yeah. theater they're like oh it's yeah it's like a mass appeal it's like oh oh, that, that looks interesting like Ready Player One but <laughs> not isn't the, there's a new Wreck-It Ralph movie where it's like yeah. all about the he internet Wreck-It Ralph yeah. breaks, breaks the internet, breaks the internet. shows his and fucking it, a-hole <laughs> is that is that <laughs> well is that in the theaters now? Because I, I think heard, so. I, I think heard, it's already out of. Theaters. I heard Sonic explains what the internet is. Oh, that's epic! Yeah, that's pretty tight. <laughs> um, so I when I saw the trailer for that, it looked like the exact same plot as the Emoji movie. Yeah. Yes. Like the same. Like just, it's currently in theaters, by the way. Just the okay, same we plot. Watch it. The Emoji movie, by the way, really great. I've heard it's w- terrible. I watched it's it. Sonic explains Wi-Fi. Yeah. And here's rule 34. It's naturally pronounced Wi-Fi, Ralph. Yeah, that's what I said. And Wi-Fi is the internet. Why don't you go Not in? true. This place is bonkers. We know where to go if we ever need a pair of goggles. Ralph breaks the internet. Ready, PG. I'd rather... Here's 4chan. Hey, I'm Sarah Silverman. Please help me in my career. This is deviant art. You can see a lot of pictures of me here. <laughs> Just the phrase breaks the internet makes me upset. Yeah. It's kind of late. It's you sir like have won the internet. The today. most low hanging fruit, like cigar chomping studio exec being like, we gotta get in touch with the millennials. 
Is yeah. it, <laughs> give him Sonic. Who? Yeah, who wants to? That's going to be the crossover to the new Sonic movie. Uh, that should be interesting. I've seen some leaked photos of that, but I don't. It think must be real. working though, because I mean, they're making much, money off of as it. As much like counter joking of people like ripping on these movies I see they keep making them yeah so they must well they didn't make a second emoji movie and I don't think well, they that's, I think that did heroin that's whatever <laughs> but I'm saying is like here we are talking about this stupid fucking movie giving them free publicity like I'm sure they're doing okay they wouldn't have made another one if the first one yeah well Wreck-It well. Wreck Ralph was really popular like it yeah. wasn't like clowned on this okay it got like good ratings I'm trying to I'm trying to hint to something bigger here and what I'm hinting it as <laughs> Dewey's getting all tense. <laughs> He's like, wait, what gonna, information do you Coleman's, have? Coleman's gonna say it. Um, Take the shot. Uh, you know, okay, so the point is the point is <laughs> people are stupid. Yeah. Blizzard's not doing well because of TikTok. That's what I was getting at. Thanks you for bringing that back around. Okay. You know, should we take a break? We should take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. 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 Why don't we break. take a break? Let's go ahead. And we take should take a break. We should take I a break. I think it's not to take a break. Let's break. Let's take a break. Break it. Hi there. I'm Dr. Chungo, host of the Pizza Talk podcast, the internet's only punk rock pizza podcast. Pizza Talk has been described as irreverent, grotesque, humorous, and beloved. Find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or anywhere else you can listen to a podcast. Can't wait to see you there. Pizza Right. And, and we're back. back. And we're back. We're back. And we're back. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. All right, guys. We're back. Let's go check out some news. <laughs> that was fucking weird. Um, I've got some news. Does anyone else have news before I get into mine? Or I can just stare at it. All right, I'll go with the first one. This one's uh kind of fucking weird. You guys know Bubsy? The game? Yes. Yeah. Which Bubsy one? The, Bubsy the Bobcat. I don't know that one. Uh, back in the 90s when uh, every game company needed a... Mascot. ...with Tood, oh. he was one of the worst. Uh, oh, yeah. The game was really bad. Bubsy 3D is actually terrible. Um, but they recently came out with... Uh, they kickstarted a game called Bubsy Wooly Word or something like that. I forget uh, what it was called. Wooly, the Wooly Strike Yoshi's Back. Wooly yeah. Wooly Wooly? That thing Wooly where you have a little back. magnet stick and you give them a beard? Nope. <laughs> but now they're coming out with another game. Uh, I think Bit Trip is making the making Bitch it. Trip? No. Bit. <laughs> they wouldn't have a company called Bitch Trip. What if it was? I why would. not? What if it was called that? Bitch Trip? What if you went to the game store Yo, and asked up? for the newest game by Bitch Trip? <laughs> Yo, you got that new Bubsy by Bitch Trip? That's a good band name. Bitch Trip. <laughs> Uh, but uh, BitTrip is making this game, and it's apparently a runner. They also made Runner and Runner Two, and then some other games. Uh, basically, a game where you're like constantly running, and you only have like one like, button, which is like um, Temple. Yeah, uh, kind of like Temple Run, but this is probably going to be on a 2D because that's usually what they like a 2D. Um, why? Because that's just like a type of game of Runner, quote unquote. You learn something new every day. I guess. I, I have okay. a question. What I have a is, question. Yes. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I'm getting to it. This is also news. Sometimes there's not a lot. Of, sometimes Dewey doesn't have enough time Chalk to get a lot me of up under inter- his... interesting news and has to just no, scrape not, the bottom of the barrel. This, that, that's not I think on it's you. I'm asking who 
in the general public is asking for a new Bubsy game? Me. I guess anyone who backed the first one. But here's the thing: well, this can one get, can we get a wrist? It's called game? Back to the Future, not Back. This to the one first is one. this one's already like almost done in production, like about to go out. What about Vector Man? What platform is it coming Vector out Man for? Um, that I don't know. Okay, that's but, not part of the story, which you, I just backed a new out Gex of. Gex game. That'd be that good. That'd be cool. I like Gex. He's got a tuxedo. Um, he's a lizard. He's a lizard. He says funny things. There's a Kickstarter for DLC. I didn't really think about it until I was researching this. That I don't think there's ever been a Kickstarter for DLC. <laughs> DLC for the game that's not out yet. Yes. Okay. There's the game's not out yet. That seems backwards. I know. They already don't like the content. Exactly. The, is, and, and is Soldier Boy involved with this also? He's not. Bubsy Boy. But Soldier. The gamer. goal is twenty five thousand. And it's going to, from what I saw, the DLC is going to contain two new costumes and more quippy lines for Bubsy, which already his lines are fucking terrible and like bad. Could you imagine? I don't like this timeline. Paying $25,000 for quippy lines. But uh, can you imagine DLC for different lines that he says? I'm bored of the. I don't know I'm, why this is a thing. I'm bored of the lines. I'd like some quippier ones. I want him to say curse words. <laughs> so yeah, there is DLC for a game that's not even out yet, and you have to pay. For your, and it's and it's in the wording that I, I went because I went to the um the Kickstarter page, and it's it's like one of those things where like in the fine print is like this might be this uh. Donating to this, this might be a scam. No, <laughs> donating to this doesn't guarantee that you might have to like pay for it when it comes out, kind of thing. So there's no like, if you if you you like donate to it and then you still have to buy the DLC. Yeah, when it comes out. like you you're backing it, but you're not getting anything from backing it. You're just giving the money so that they'll make it. So they like in the wording, it's like so we can like we have so much more we want to do, but we just need more money so we're, to make more fun. La la la. I don't understand why this is news, and I would like to move on. All right. Bob, do you want to get your news? Yeah. Seven. Robert, Robert Paulson, who voiced Raphael and Donatello. Okay. Okay. Both. Both of them? That's why they sound similar. Pinky from the Animaniacs. Uh-huh. Carl from Jimmy Neutron. Carl. The mask title character from the animated series. Okay. He also did the voice of Bubsy. Okay. In the 1993 this pilot sponsored by Taco Bell. I didn't know that was a thing. That did not get past a pilot. I have seen that pilot though. You have? It's fucking terrible, yeah. It's just like every other like This is not news. Uh let's take a break. It's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> did you ha- did you have news? Oh no. Oh okay. Here's some other news. Uh Xbox Live for iOS, Android and Switch. Uh come again? Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, apparently, they're coming out with um, some sort of, I guess, app that you can probably, from the wording of it, it sounds like you can manage community stuff. Okay. Um, and they already have something like this because when you get Minecraft, you know how they had that like cross promotion thing for, uh, they had like that commercial that was like playing together is better or whatever like that, where it was like Switch and right. Xbox together. Apparently, they're just putting more into that this year and they're going to make it more accessible for um, Switch, 
I don't know what that entails, but iOS and like Android stuff too. So probably just a way to like log on and like do community stuff via Xbox Live. Because when you play Minecraft, you have to go and sign into an Xbox Live account, like a Microsoft account. Right. Which is weird that you have to do that to play it on Switch. So I guess they're going to do something with that more this year. We'll see what's up with that. Sounds interesting though. Um, my thing about Activision laying off people counts as news, by the way. Yes, I know. So, I set the bar pretty high. Okay. And I understand <laughs> that it can be difficult. <laughs> okay. That was actually, I have that right here. Yeah, okay. But you already said it. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's some little bit of news I talked about a little bit last time about Vivox, which is a middleware company that is releasing a developer's kit, a, dev- a development kit, um, for switch um and this is going to allow probably third party because i don't think nintendo would purchase this directly um to like third parties to purchase this kit for voice and text chat for switch games and this has already been seen in fortnite and one other game i can't remember but i think the company that runs paladins and some other game bought it so now they'll be they'll actually be voice chat and text chat for switch games if a company wants to buy it just specific switch games or yeah the the company has to purchase this like developers kit from vivox um and then they can like work that into their actual game um because it is like purse like whatever software you're using like it doesn't work for everything like the switch allows it but some games just don't have it it's super weird would it be this is not hardware like, side. It, it's built into specific games, though. Yeah. So, so like, it, it wouldn't be something you could use over every other game you have. Yeah. It would only be the specific yeah. games that are already paired with it. Yeah. Like, okay. like, like, uh, uh, like, I think we talked about it before, but um, for Fortnite, it's literally you just plug in to the head, the head, um, what is it called? Like the headphone jack? Headphone jack, yeah. I don't know why I blinked on that. You plug your headphones into the headphone jack, and if you have a mic on your headphones, it just works. Okay. Um, in other games, it doesn't work like that. They want you to use like the app on their phone, which right, is garbage. Right. Um, it doesn't work for Smash. So this is just the company that did it for Fortnite, and they're releasing a developer's kit, so anyone can do it if they just buy the kit. That's cool. It's pretty cool. I hope more... Uh, they shouldn't have to do that. Nintendo should just support voice chat. I know, but Nintendo's fucking weird. This well, is... maybe we should punish them for that <laughs> by not playing their system. I'm not going to do that. I like their system. Just offering it. I'm just, it's just, an, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> do you know. think that it doesn't have to be that? It could be something like that. Do you think that that is something that they could, uh, like retroactively, like add to other games if it's working out in some games? I think they could do it in the patch. Um. It's 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 interesting because I think um, people figured out that that Bluetooth headphones or not Bluetooth headphones but like uh, microphone uh, stuff was supported in other games because if you did like some weird stuff where you were in a LAN party with uh, Splatoon, mm-hmm. I think it was that you could use um, mics. But like, and it like wasn't intended. Like people just found out. Yeah, about people it just found out some way. But when you play like it online, it hasn't. It like it doesn't offer any support at all. 
I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, it seems like, I guess, like, not every Nintendo game needs something like that. I would say, like, probably the vast majority of it doesn't. Yeah. But it makes sense for certain games to have it. And it would make sense for a lot of games in the future to have it if they're going to bring more team-based games to the Switch. Yeah, like Warframe and stuff like that. Or, like, any other MMO. That's going to be it for the news. Like I said, we're we're recording this episode a little bit earlier than we usually do, so maybe next week we'll have more news. So if you see some news that pops up between, though we're recording recording this early, we still are releasing it normally. Yeah. Um, That's why the news may seem dated, but if you read a hot piece of gaming news, just assume we told you before. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably the safe assumption. Yeah, you don't even read gaming news. If you you just read, come here and you listen to it every week. If and that's you read where you get any Kotaku article between now and forever, just assume we told you first. Yeah. We that's broke the safe. news. You guys want to do voicemails? We're sorry. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. My daddy was a N64 gamer, and his daddy before him was an Atari gamer. And my question for you is, do you think that we've approached a gamer singularity where when you're a gamer, you game for life, that you just start getting new systems every time they come out? Because I don't foresee myself being particularly attached to the system I'm using now, which is PS4, which is Xbox One, which is... Nintendo Switch, you know, what are your thoughts? Okay, so this is interesting. On the transcript, it says, my daddy was an N64 game, <laughs> and his daddy before him was an Atari game <laughs> on the transcript. <laughs> and when he, kept, when he said gamer, I was like, oh, that sounds, I like it, just picturing his dad was an N64, N64 game. Cartridge. Um, so, what was the question? The question is, do you think we've reached... Wait, 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 wait. More importantly, can we break down the timeline here? About... His dad is an Atari gamer, or yeah. his grandfather is an Atari gamer. Okay. My dad was an N64 gamer. So hold his on. father before him was an Atari gamer. How old? How old do you think the grandfather is currently? Sure, seventies. Seventies. So yeah. in early eighties, how old was he? In his forties. So the, the the his son, his the his father the the grandfather's son. Wasn't playing Atari, so he wasn't an Atari gamer at that point. Yeah. Correct. He also didn't say which Atari console. So he could have been... We also, are we assuming that he played the Atari when it was like new and not necessarily just around? Right. Just like in the mid-80s? So if his father was an N64 gamer, let, let's put him at... at a, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was an N64 gamer, right? Right. But so was my dad because he also played N64 as well. Yeah, but was he an N64 gamer? He's a he person. played more Donkey Kong 64 than I did. Oh, so if shit. N64 was his console... and the What? The N64 was mine. But So the grandfather was an Atari gamer. Atari game. Atari game. <laughs> the father was an N64 gamer. I see what you're saying. There's definitely like... It should be like... Father was an Atari... Grandfather was Atari. Father was Sega Saturn. I was an N64. You're saying there's something in, we're missing something. Well, between? Sega Saturn came out as the same, like 
Um, just, it seems like the the just the gap between the father and, and the son. And my son when I was twelve. <laughs> yeah. I I don't think the timeline is accurate, but I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, so what's but the to question? his question? Um, do you Where's think that we've approached uh, singularity where uh, you don't you know feel yourself attached to any of your systems? You're just merely using them as uh, a ways to a means to that current game. And I will say, I do feel that in a very small way because when I was a kid, the idea of buying a new system was unapproachable because they are so expensive. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult and I have disposable income, buying a new system isn't really that <laughs> big a deal. <laughs> you know, so like, new system comes out, I will just buy it. You know? Yeah, if if it's even like kind of interesting. Yeah, like like three hundred dollars. I mean, that's not that that's much cheese money. Cheeseburger. <laughs> that's like one big cheeseburger. Um, I I could see that. Like I, I bought played, the Switch on a whim. Yeah, yeah. I played like PlayStation One and then like GameCube, and then after GameCube, I didn't buy another system until the Switch. I I skipped like generations of of games because I just didn't really care about the ones that were coming out. The first yeah. system I bought myself was my Xbox One. Up until that point, they had all been bought and for me, bought for me as gifts. 360, I got as a gift for my Graduation. 16th birthday or something. 15th. GameCube was a gift. N64 was a Christmas gift. Yeah. See an error. Game Boys. Can't I went see through it. a lot of Game Boys. Um, I feel like this is also linked to nostalgia, so you're not necessarily going to have that sense of nostalgia for a current console. It's going to be more like when you were in middle school and you fucking... Yeah. could not get off of the PS2. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and I guess in that, that degree, I was thinking the day how nostalgic I was for like Code R1 and 2 and I was like, damn, I wish they had those remastered, which they do in a sense if you play on PC. Um, but even like I was thinking about um playing Oblivion. Like I played so much Oblivion in high school, like a ridiculous amount, like a thousand hours plus. And there's not even a thousand hours content in that game. Yeah. Um but that wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. That was on the 360, and I booted up Oblivion on PlayStation Now. Is that what it's called? Thing I have where you can. <sighs> Man, does it look rough. Yeah, it looks <laughs> disgusting. But in my head, I thought that game was like so right sick that it looks so good. And then I was listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, and I was like, hmm. so. I'm more attached to games than I am systems. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting because like that is probably the reason I didn't get newer systems. Is like I'm the kind of person that I like to play one game just over and over and over again, or mm-hmm. like for like a long period of time, which is why I like you know Blizzard games in general because they just like you know keep yeah. adding to the existing games. Games as a service almost. Right, and so like like the PlayStation like when I wasn't buying new systems, I wasn't. Um, when I was uh, you know, when new systems were coming out, I wasn't not playing video games. I was just still playing PlayStation Two. Like I played PS Two games for like the the same couple games for like years and years and years and years yeah. after like new systems were out. You know, so that for me, it. it it is a nostalgia thing. Like I just wasn't interested in a new game because like, I like the games I already had. Yeah, for I, I don't know, it's different for me, and I have different feelings on it, and I think it's for different people 
Have a look at my wares. Doesn't that make you? Did you ever play this game? I lot? think it's different for different. Did you people. play this game? Yes, lot? I did. That doesn't do anything for you. I was in the middle of talking. <laughs> I'm just saying it didn't do anything for you. No. Okay, sorry. I was in the middle of Keep talking. Keep going. Keep going. It's different for different people. For me, uh, I still have. I don't think I'll have like like the same amount of a nostalgia as I did back then because I have more stories and it was harder to acquire games. And like you said, the games that I did have, I would just play forever over and over again. But I do have the same kind of feelings and I was talking about it last week about Breath of the Wild where that felt like something... It felt like I was experiencing gaming in general like for the first time. There's like different... It was just... Because I've played open world games and games with those mechanics, but something about that world... And like just the feelings it gave me, it like now thinking back on it, it feels like almost as nostalgic as the games I played when I was a kid that were like, you know, I don't know. It just it gives me that same same set of feeling. And I don't think it's going to be console based uh, nostalgia because like as an adult you can just yeah like I said you don't you're not like you're not attached to yeah you're not you're not attached to it and you're not like looking forward to it you're not asking for it you're not waiting for it like like it's not in the back of your head constantly when you're in class but like i I think that there is a little bit of that feeling there also i feel like when you're younger Mm -hmm. the passage of time seems so slow oh yeah so like i feel like i was on playstation 4 like my entire life Mm -hmm. but in reality four no no you said four sorry ps2 no, I said PlayStation 4. Oh, a- sorry, yeah. my oh, mistake. PlayStation. Um, F-O-R. But, I mean, in reality, it was like, what, two or three years, probably. Yeah. But I feel like, at the time, it seemed like, this is the only console I'm ever going to need for the rest of my life. Like also, yeah. like, formative years mentally, like, those young adolescent years when you're playing a lot of video games, that's kind of like where you are, whether consciously or not, developing, like, a sense of self like who you are i am <laughs> vector man i am you know like i uh, am Ristar. and whether or not video games you're playing has an effect on that it still is also like when you're doing something no matter what you're doing if it's happening during an important part of your life you'll always think about that how do i explain this you're like listen to an album a whole lot like maybe like in the fall or during a certain part of your life or if you listen to an album a lot after a breakup or something and then that's like all you can associate that album with forever yeah. yes yeah. I feel like when you are playing a video game or a specific console during like those formative years of your childhood you will just automatically associate your childhood with like that console because it was there right you know yeah, I can see that but I, I know what Dewey's saying about his like or nostalgia for a new game. Yeah. Like the Breath of the Wild thing. I feel like I have that with The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I played through that, I felt like. Yeah. I that. can't remember when I had a feeling somewhere like that. I, it's also like, I think it's a different kind of nostalgia, but I do have a, of I don't even know it's nostalgia, just a weird feeling towards PUBG. <clears throat> and when that yeah, first came yeah, out, yeah. and how like that was something that I've never experienced in like in games and shit like that. Where it was just like, dude, this is insane. Like, a yeah. hundred people just fucking each other up on this island. 
Like this is I I'd never thought this would be a thing and like I don't know. Same thing with like I remember I played Overwatch for like a month straight when I was didn't have a job and I was just selling. What was the last game you played where you just could not put it down? Like I can't for me I want to say maybe Casino Blade Chronicles. Yeah, that's, that's true. It was it was Overwatch for me. It it because I, mean, I would say like oh it's like Hearthstone again but like I took a break from Hearthstone and came back so yeah. it doesn't really count. But like it, the first, the last new game yeah. that I couldn't put down was Overwatch, and I played that for like a minute. And when I think it might have been Overwatch too for me because I remember when that came out, I was like, legitimately calling out of work to play Overwatch. Overwatch <laughs> too. We used to play it, and yeah, and I used to, and I remember when it first. I think it might have been when it first came out because I definitely remember it coming out, and I had just lost my job, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna play this. And I'm just going to sell. This is my new job. And I'm selling shoes that are expensive. I won't go into detail. But I'll just <laughs> sell them and I'll make shoes. rent that way. And for an actual month, I just. Full of cocaine. Didn't, I didn't have a job. I just played. I did not sell cocaine. Shoe game. I mean, I, fuck. <laughs> shoe game. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my shoe game. Digital shoe seller, the game. I think the last game that I actually like really couldn't put down was Subnautica. I really enjoyed that. I came from work and just played it. Yeah. Ate dinner while I was playing, went to bed. Yeah. Which I'm glad I finished it and like reached an ending point because it's not you cannot be productive when there's a game you cannot yeah. put down. Yeah. Um before Subnautica I can't remember the last time I played a game where I was just like I can't stop playing this. Maybe Skyrim on Solitaire. The Switch. I play solitaire every night, but like it's not because I can't put it down. I mean, <laughs> I do put it down and go to bed. Oh, I've been also hitting up Spider Solitaire too. I kind of alternate between the two. Maybe um, I played a shit ton of Battlefield Four um, when I first started college, or when I first attended started attending VCU. Didn't have a lot to do except go to school and I'd like go to school then I'd bike home and I would just play Battlefield 4 for like five hours straight yeah. at a time eat dinner play more wake up go to class come back do the same thing but that game's fun as fuck I'm, I just uh, like a good multiplayer experience but not all the time mm -hmm. I'm kind of anticipating the new Animal Crossing game mm -hmm. being that for me yeah cause like the GameCube one, I haven't, I didn't play any between the GameCube one and now, but yeah. like the GameCube one, I would come home from school and I would play Animal Crossing just all day long. I, I hope it's that way at least somewhat for me because I've played a lot of stuff on my Switch, but nothing that I haven't been able to like put down. Yeah. And that's just, that's on me. I mean, there's great games on Switch. Nothing that apparently has, has struck me in the right way, I guess. Um, and I hope I get that from Animal Crossing. I mean, I played New Leaf and the mobile one. No, um, the one Pocket there were Camp? two on on three on DS. There was New Leaf and there was another one. One was <laughs> one was for 3DS. One was anyway, I played those in passing. But there's only so much fun you can have with Animal Crossing on 3DS. I mean, I played it a lot, but not that much. So yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's just like one of those games that you can, it's like so relaxing that I feel like you and can, Minecraft. you can, yeah, you could just like sink hours into it and like you don't feel like 
worn out afterwards. Yeah, I, You're like, oh, that was like nice. I used to play Minecraft Alpha like on my laptop when you had to like, um, you had to like have your own server to play it or like mm-hmm. run it off another thing. And I remember any iteration of a Minecraft, I've been, you know, I go through like periods of playing it like nonstop. Right. And then to that point about Animal Crossing, I, I wish the Switch had that same thing that the DS has, the Street Pass. Yeah, that would be really nice. Like, and I don't even care about the the Miis that much, but something where you, that real world connection where you're like, wow, look at all these new people. I just, you know, co- not collect with. them, but <laughs> yeah. like. You legitimately kind of do. Yeah, you collect people, which in theory sounds kind of fucked up, but I that was like an incentive for me to even leave my 3DS on while I was walking around. Yeah. Right. There, there's map. always something happening. Yeah, like, cool. I just collected somebody from Kansas. Like, <laughs> sick. And then I do those stupid mini games. You know what's a game that uh, I couldn't put down for a while? World War II. Oh, dude, I Call forgot about that. Dude, that dude, was dude, like... I played <laughs> so much COD World War II. That was a... Yeah. That was, that a was game like where... the first time you played a console game that much, right? Because you had just gotten no, PS4, I thought. That was, that, that was the first time I played one in a long time. That's what I'm saying, but also online. No, I, I had a 360. I played Gears of War like. Eight. Well, I'm saying it had been a while since. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been it had been a long time. So oh, wow. maybe that kind of like reignite reignition of like playing a, a console game online was probably a part of it. But that game was very unhealthy to play. <laughs> yeah, dude. We played that fucking game all summer, and. That's all I ever wanted to do. As soon as I got home, I was like, "I hope Coleman's not napping, so we can like hit you, the I, beach." I uh, hit the beaches. You'd come home and be like, like that the, that Twitter thing. With the guy's <laughs> yes, like the gif of the guy like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard to explain. If only we would. we I've been, uh, we wrecked some shit. Yeah, dude, we did really well. We also got our ass handed to us. Yeah, that's like, kind of like fucking the game. game. Like. Oh my they need to fix the spawn. Why can't Activision put out a good fucking game if they can't get the fucking spawn points? Like the best of times and the worst yeah. of times. And then it was like I felt kind of bad doing the exact same thing that people did to me, but I was like, well, I'm not gonna stop. I'm, <laughs> I can't believe he's using that cheap ass gun. Dewey switches to shotgun. He's like, eh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Incendiary rounds. How do you guys feel? This is just something I was thinking about the other day that just reminded me of when there's like stuff in in games that like the community views as like unfair Mm -hmm. i won't use it unless someone else is using it so my question is why why is something unfair not that why is something unfair but why is it bad to use it is like if the point of the game is to win well i mean i feel like people can generally agree that like x weapon is needs to be nerfed or fixed or patched Right. I mean, but, games are constantly getting rebalanced. Things wouldn't get rebalanced unless people complained about them. I guess I, my experience for like those kind of games is different because I, I never really played like shooting games or anything like that mm-hmm. besides Overwatch. But, uh, you know, for example, like in Hearthstone, when like a deck is like largely agreed upon to be the best deck, mm-hmm. like everybody plays it. Oh, yeah. Especially when there's like those. Oh, man. There used to be this um, deck I used to like playing uh, where it was. Uh, it was a priest deck. Oh fuck! How long have you been playing Overwatch? Overwatch or Hearthstone? Sorry, Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Um, I I played when it came out, and then I stopped for like 
a couple of expansions and then got back into it. Um, was it the Raza Priest? <laughs> no, it was like this. It was a normal priest deck, but it was where you would, um, you would get a bunch of zombies mm-hmm. out. Plants versus zombies. And then you would have this one card. This is sounds so wacky, but you had this one card that would essentially switch your your health points and your attack points. Oh, like the like the inner fire. Yeah, but the whole point was to inflict. You had a bunch of cards that would inflict damage upon yourself, but when you actually flip this one, it would be like a chain reaction with that boxer looking dude. Oh, oh, every anytime you take damage, it like does it to your opponent. Yeah, but it would like it flip around and it would just like stack up. Oh, dude, I wish I still knew what that was called because if I knew the name of the deck, you'd be like, oh, this thing. I know you're talking everyone about talked though. about it. I loved playing that fucking deck. And at that time when that came out, because this card was like new. Everybody was playing that deck. And you'd get in the deck, you'd get into the game, and you're both using it. And um, they would get a better draw, and you're like, motherfucker, like, I'm gonna lose. Right, and it's interesting, because, like, in that game, it's like... I feel like it's different on a one-on-one, though. Yeah, I guess that's what, that's what fucked, it is. I'll just, I'll just give up. Right. Cause like, like, there's no sense in, like, delaying the inevitable. It just seems like, uh, like it's, like, agreed upon in that kind of game where, like, if something's overpowered, like, so ever, you should play it then. Where, in, like, in other games, it's like, oh, this gun's pa- overpowered, we agree or to not play it. it. But it's like, we would play a CQB map, and it's like, just like in real life, a shotgun is probably the best thing to have close quarters than anything else. Right. And everybody in the entire game would be running around using whatever gun they want, and there'd just be, like, one fucker using a shotgun. And you're like, that's whack because I want to keep using the gun I have because I like this gun. And then someone else starts using a shotgun. And then it just kind of snowballs. Right. And if everyone's using it, it's really not that big of a deal. But I would say it's more annoying when you are just trying to, I guess, be the uh, the righteous, you know. I can do anything. You know, the righteous the gamer who's like, I don't gun. need this incendiary round shotgun. When I mean, you ask anybody, like, it's a one-shot kill. Like, of course that's cheap. And you right. don't even have to, like, barely hit them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I try not to use it unless everybody was using it. I mean, there's specific maps where it's just, like, that's not going to work. Yeah, like, large open maps, I mean, some people still try to use it. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying, but it's, like, whatever. I'll just have to play, play differently and make sure that I'm not boxing myself in and give myself playing room mm-hmm. but on really small maps yeah like the ones with like trenches fucking there's th- nothing you can do yeah and so it's it's generally it's agreed upon that it's just an unfun experience yeah and, I mean and it's something that the devs the game, aren't gonna you're like, fix you're like I want to use this gun because I'm working on a challenge to get I don't know 50 kills with this gun so I can get this cool skin that I like for this gun and then like, all right, cool. The game starts and like you run around the corner and immediately get just blown away. And you're like, oh, that sucks. And then it happens again and, um, and I again. Guess, I guess it's different again. Uh, in a game like Hearthstone because when something's like agreed upon that it's like unfun or super overtuned, like it usually gets nerfed. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And like, it never if got people nerfed. don't start, if people don't stop saying like this needs to be fixed or hey, uh, can you turn down the shotguns just a little bit because like it's not fun to play this map with shotguns. Right. And then if enough people complain and enough people generally agree that like, yes, this is a problem, then maybe they will listen to the community and fix it. I mean, that's that's just how it is with Battlefield right now is that they are constantly rebalancing and fixing things because they'll fix one thing and then realize that by fixing this one thing, they've then opened up this thing to be a bigger problem. So 
Eventually, I said, if you can't beat them, join them. And I started using the incendiary shotgun, and I did really well. Right. Anyway, <laughs> we, be- we digress. Yes. That's <laughs> wait, 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 I have one more thing to say. Okay. Oh, do you know? Do you know that Molog Ball from Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah. Well, he's from all the. Um, he's he's an elder. But the Elder Scrolls Online specifically? No, I never played that one. Voiced by Malcolm McDowell. Do we continue? If you like this podcast, make sure to rate, leave a review, and subscribe if you haven't already. You can also share this podcast with your friends, family, and WoW gold miners. This is the best way of getting our name out there and helping this show grow. If you have any questions, comments, or corrections, you can email us at theflockpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at the Flock Podcast. You can also call and leave us a voicemail anytime, day or night, at 804-286-0626. Or as we like to say around here at the Nest, 804 Man. And I will say one last note that the YouTube part two of Birds of Play will be up maybe Thursday. Let's, let's say uh, if it's not up today, it'll, if it's not up today you're hearing this, it'll be up on the day following Friday. Friday. Yeah. Fly day as we like to say around here. That's ah. not what we say. Yes, that's what we all say. Hey, for the flock, I'm Dewey. Um, Bob. Nick, plug your stream. Oh, twitch.tv forward slash jockslayer. I am playing World of Warcraft and Hearthstone if you're into watching that. Come on by. Thank you for flying with us through this terrible storm. Goodbye. Goodbye.